0: track, at the wall, see ya, see ya, see ya, a home run by Derek Jeter, he pumps his fist in the air as he rounded first, he'll hit on third base, he high fives Willie Randolph and the entire Yankee team pops him at home plate as he leaps onto the dish with a 4-3 Yankee win, oh, oh, what a ball game, a game winning walk off home run. By
1: Garrett he is Mr. November. You are now listening to the Bleachers Creatures Yankees Podcast, part of Elite Sports Radio. Okay, today is Monday, March 25th, this is episode 2 of the Bleacher Creatures Games Podcast, presented by Bleacher Sports Network. My name is Kelly, and I'm my co-host, Rob O'Rourke. And, Rob, I'm just going to get right into it. I'm real upset about Tyler Wait,
0: That's it? Yeah. (laughs) Are just really upset about it? I mean, what are we going to do with him?
1: That's the point. What are they going to do with him? Like, you signed this guy. He's supposed to be your super utility guy and you don't even trust him to play the outfield.
0: I mean, well, we traded for Trockman. Talkman? Tachman? Tachman. Tachman, yeah, Tachman, I Tachman. Yeah. Tachman okay. Um, but obviously, management or the coaches at some point, somewhere on the way, saw something they didn't like, and they made the decision to send him down. Well,
1: he's done everything that the team has asked of him. He He... Apparently his not well enough. It's always his biggest problem, and he went back and he simplified his swing. He had a great spring training. Given he had a great spring training last year too, but like it, it's just, what more does he have to do? Because I mean,
0: I mean, you sign Lemahu and Tulo, so that kind of put him out on on the uh, the end of the bench for infield wise for defensive sureups. I mean, he's not going to play second with Glaber. He'd get a spot start here and there. But now you have Mayhew over there, Tull over there. Maybe you play him at third every once in a while, and Andrew Hart. But what are we going to do with him? I mean, you get this guy, uh, Tauchman, till Hicks is done. Hicks is ready, I should say. And he's the odd man out. That's just what happens.
1: Well, from that perspective, it makes sense, though. Because if you're going to go with the guy who's proven in the outfield, it's Tauchman defensively. And you can send that guy down whenever you want as soon as Aaron Hicks comes back. But going yeah, forward, he'll be, he'll be gone soon. Going he'll forward, what's the plan today. for Tyler Wade?
0: Because there they doesn't him. seem to be one. You got to trade him at this point, I think.
1: I, I think you have to. Because where are you going to stick him now? You have your second baseman, you have your third baseman. DD gets extended this year, probably. They want to extend him. Then you have your shortstop, and you clearly don't trust Tyler Wade to play the outfield. So if you want him to be the super utility guy, that role is already taken by DJ and for the next two years. Where do you put Tyler Wade?
0: Uh, on another team. That's where you put him. Put him uh, on another team. You can't
1: keep him in AAA for two more uh, years. He's going to be 26 by the time Lemayu's contract's up. Trade him while he's hot. I don't, I don't know. I, I, like, if you can keep him in the organization for depth, but at this point, uh, there's nothing for him in AAA. He's a quadruple A player, which is what everyone on Yankees Twitter always says about these guys who just can't hit at the major leagues. Like Tyler Wade hasn't proven they he can just hit make it. up their own form of baseball. Yes, quadruple A players who are too good for AAA but aren't good enough for the major leagues—they're completely useless. I think uh, they're just called shitty pros. I mean, that's that's one way to put it, um, but it's not. I just I don't know what to do with Tyler Wade. I like him a lot because I like the homegrown guys a lot. And it, he was a shoo-in. He was an absolute lock to make this roster. And then, two days before spring training ends, you go and trade for an outfielder. And it, why are you working him out in outfield all this time if you're if you don't trust him there? If your plan is to not have him play center field and you need a center fielder, why are you working him out in center field?
0: I maybe just in hopes that he outplays somebody. You know, I think that's what they're hoping for. They're just trying to find him a spot anywhere. You know, keep him on the roster, keep him in the clubhouse. That's the only explanation I can give you is that they were just trying him everywhere just to see if he could find a spot somewhere and somehow make the roster. But apparently they didn't see anything they liked, and they're sending him down.
1: You He's know? so valuable, though. In the infield, his defense is plus. He's got oh, yeah, a good I'm about arm. am not with feet. that.
0: It's just management seeing something that we're not, you know?
1: I guess the boom with the analytics department. This uh, This guy is... It's kind of like a Luke Voigt situation where apparently the analytics team really likes him. And we're going to have this guy who hasn't had any major major league success come in and expect to maybe catch lightning in a bottle like we did with Luke Voigt. I don't see it. But then again, you know, I I honestly had no idea who this guy was until two days ago. Now He just took Tyler Wade's spot. Tyler Wade probably has to get traded. I don't... uh, He's Maybe too pitching
0: prospects out of it. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's too valuable to just waste away in AAA. Yeah. But, oh well. I, I think everyone's beat the Tyler Wade thing to death enough. Yankees Twitter was up in arms about it. I guess it, it makes sense from a logistical standpoint that you want the solid outfielder, but it is what it is. I would have preferred Wade. Yeah. Uh, The final roster's out. The 25-man roster. Uh, Shockingly, Luis Sessa is on the roster, even though he had a great spring. He's, uh, he's out of options, so we are now stuck with him until we either cut him, trade him, or he starts performing. How do you feel about that?
0: Uh, well, not good, obviously. He hasn't shown – I mean, so besides this spring, he hasn't shown anything to me that deserves, he believes, to be on the team. We right? have a
1: lot of guys who do that. It's just like guys who perform all spring training, and then all of a sudden they come out, and it's like, oh, no. like
0: Yeah, like a certain tall, lanky first base. Spring baseman. training
1: is quadruple A. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Greg Bird, quadruple A, spring training All-Star. I don't want to get going on Greg Bird again, though. Although get... Spring Training Hall of Fame or Greg Bird. Yeah. He did make the opening day roster too. Uh Tula Witsky is on the roster. That was expected. He didn't have a great spring overall, but he'll probably be the starting uh shortstop on opening day. Mm-hmm. Uh we're keeping both first basemen Voight and Bird. Uh talking to make the lineup uh interesting enough tommy Canley also made the roster he's also Who just actually- got the piss beat out of him. oh yeah he was, bad. was a
0: huge tommy guy when he came over he was and just bad. the last oh my god
1: i feel like it's my fault though because just before he started pitching i was just telling you like oh i don't know Canley actually he looks pretty slim he stopped drinking so much caffeine he stopped pitching through an injury that he didn't tell anyone about and then he just got lit up yeah i, I mean, don't know i don't know That was he- hard to
0: watch today i mean he was just getting hit hard all over the place it was what he loaded. He loaded the bases, right, and the guy almost cleared him. Yeah, and the ball just went foul, yeah. but he just no, got that hit. was
1: that was an absolute gift. Yeah, that was an absolute. to the baseball on him, but we're talking I about putting a Nats' ass between the grand slam and a foul ball. That's strike two. I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but he wasn't very good in the postseason last year, right? Uh, Canley. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. right. The
0: year before was his huge year, right? That's yeah. the year before. Well, he was. He
1: was the major piece in that David Robertson yeah. Tom Frazier trade, right? Yeah. Uh, Obviously, he wasn't the biggest name, but the Yankees looked at Canley and they were like, "Oh, this this yeah, might came, be
0: our guy." He came and was great that back end of the season for us, and now the past year, and then now the start today, and he had a decent spring, I guess. But it's just it's not looking good again. So I'm hoping he figures it out. I'm a huge fan of him, but my yeah. confidence my confidence in the pitching is just going down and down and down, and I'm getting
1: really scared. Yeah, I mean, he's a bulldog. Like this Yankees team is the absolute yeah, last scrap. team.
0: He's a scrapper. Oh, oh yeah.
1: yeah. There's no team in the major leagues that I would want to fight less than the New York Yankees. Like I don't know teams last year like Tampa Bay when they kind of got into it before CC ended that really quick. Detroit a couple years ago, the Red Sox last year. Like, what are you thinking getting involved in a team who sports it's just like six, seven, and up? Like we just have a bunch of Zion Williamson's loading up our roster, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, it's like they're, that they're team. baseball players, so that's no, like crazy. I mean, you're going to tell me you see Aaron Judge running in from right field that you're not going to be like, you know what? No, this fight's over. Let's call it. Let's all just shake it out. Hug it out, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. John uh, Carlos Stanton, too, also enormous. And the Yankees just released a commercial of him where he mispronounced Staten Island as Stanton Island for 30 seconds. And I'm just going to say, even as a joke, I don't care if I'm saying his favorite borough is Staten Island. Understand.
0: Well, we just know now he's a liar,
1: right? Yeah. Like, I just. I what else is he
0: been lying about now? Will he do anything for money?
1: I, I, I understand mean, that it's a pun, but I'm just, I can't justify anybody saying New York City's trash dump is their favorite borough, even if it does kind of I sound. I you're gonna upset a lot of people with this. That's fine. Fuck Staten Island. I'll go on the record with that. I hate Staten Island. It's a trash dump.
0: Oh, oof.
1: Oh boy. Coming in
0: hot second episode. Jesus.
1: Oh yes. Uh, I just I just offended an entire yeah. borough. It's mostly That's mostly. Commercial commercial is not funny. I mean, it's just huge swing and a miss. It is what it is. They did a really good one though with Adam Otavino when he they did like an old timey background to it, and it's like, oh, he's pitching against Babe Ruth, and Babe Ruth just takes him to the fucking sticks. It was yeah. incredible. Except I, it
0: wouldn't happen, but
1: well, yeah, but that's being a good sport from Adavino. When he had that quote, yeah. he's he like, "Yeah, I'd strike Babe Ruth out every time to then do the first Yankees commercial is Babe Ruth taking him 450. That's it's it's good fun. I really like Adavino. I think he's gonna kill the New York media, especially because he is a New York guy and also he's a Staten Island guy. So I'm sorry for that, but he. See, uh, now you're backtracking. You got to stick to something, dude. Believe
0: in something, man. No, I
1: believe in Adam Adavino, just not Staten Island. He got out. It's fine. He got out. He got out. Yeah, that's everyone's goal. Like once you grow up in Staten Island, like you just want to get out of that dump. But oh boy, we're talking a lot about Staten Island right now. <laughs> Speaking of dumps, uh, Paul O'Neill took a huge dump on a fan when he said that uh, some fan was sitting behind the uh, home plate, and Paul O'Neill was like, "You I know where I saw the, the, the clip? Hate? Yeah. When fans I, wear a hat that doesn't pertain to either one of those two teams that are playing. I don't think I'll ever
0: agree with Paul, Paul something on something more than this topic. It's ridiculous. I, I, you're just I, trying to be an athlete. A father at no end when you're a grown adult and you yeah. wear an article of clothing or anything of an opposing sports team. That's, that isn't even playing in the goddamn game. What do you do? Just, you don't have a plain baseball cap at home, like a golf hat, anything.
1: A hat yeah, that don't wear anything. a hat. Don't wear, don't wear a hat. If you don't have a hat for the, if you want to support the other team, fine, go to the team store and buy a hat. Yeah. If you really hate the Yankees that much, but well, you're going to come to a Yankees Blue Jays game, and be like, oh, something. mess, bro.
0: Yeah, not even, it's, uh, I mean, it, it gets me to know. And remember the one guy who uh, he wore a Blackhawks jersey to the Cubs game a couple years ago? Like, he's like, oh, you know, I don't know anything for the Cubs. This but isn't even the same just, sport. Let me just wear the the hockey jersey of the city and I'm sure I'll get away with it. Like, yeah. Jesus
1: Christ, no, guys. You're going to get, get put up on the broadcast and be you're like, you know what? To I the stadium, just buy a damn hat. Yeah, you're just, the thing is, when you do that, you're trying to attract attention to yourself. You're trying to be like, hey, those two teams that are playing right now that everyone's watching, I don't care about either of them. I'm ripping my team. Not even the same sport. Very so much like the
0: Seinfeld episode where Elaine wears the Orioles cap in the owner's box.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't do, you can't do it. Do but well, especially it. with that, like, the whole point of that is, like, you've got these amazing seats, like, as a favor, and you're going to come in, and you're going to support the other team. At least that team was playing. Yeah, at least but, they like, were in the game, right? Damn, that's cold. One
0: time. I ever tell you the story about how some guy bribed me to stop rooting for the other team at a Met game? He did what? So my family growing up had uh season tickets to Saturday-Sunday home games at Shea, uh-huh. and I was a Yankee fan. I was the only one, so I would be rooting for whatever team they were playing. And I was okay. Randy Johnson started for the Diamondbacks, so it was like early two thousands. And uh, I was cheering so hard for the Diamondbacks. So the guy in front of us, uh, like, signed up for Newsday, whatever the hell it was. He got the towel, and he was like, "I'll give you this towel if you stop rooting for the Diamondbacks." He was like, "Just stop! I can't, I can't handle it anymore."
1: <laughs> so you were just you were just being a really annoying kid I started
0: cheering for a like Alvar so I was like let's fuck." Well, yeah, go boys you can
1: give in to the guy who tried to bribe you with a towel uh, I mean what kind of asshole is that he looks a kid no I
0: did give in to it I no. got the towel oh you did oh, oh, yeah. yeah I wanted
1: the fucking towel
0: I was
1: like six is that just a towel I mean I can, I'm not easy I'm very easy to buy I'm very I'm disappointed in coach Bob for not running up the price on you I assume You're he not, was there not, right not, my was, mom was there. Okay. Okay. Well, then Mama Ulrich, yeah. why wasn't she trying to run up the price on this guy? Letting you get – maybe you were annoying her too. Oh, that it was
0: for sure annoying <laughs> her.
1: That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, around the league, there's not a lot of Yankees news going into the final game of spring training, which they just lost to the Nationals. Uh, opening day is on Thursday. Can it's, we
0: talk about our friends across town?
1: The Mets? You want to talk about the Mets? How have they not extended Jacob DeGrom yet? It's Ridiculous. I would ask, how is that? What does the guy got to do to well, get his money? No, a Syndergaard ripped them too. He went to the meeting. He's Mike like, this, this wrong is wrong absurd wrong. that you have not given this guy money yet. He is
0: a banana land
1: over there. Yeah. He doesn't have his money. That, and
0: the GM had to ask Mike Francesa, who's yeah. better than
1: him in the division? Yeah, no, that's dumb. Even Francesa didn't even have a great answer. Well, he was like, I, I don't know the praise though. But it's like no, you know who's better? The Braves, for sure, better because they just won the division. That name, Brody what? Brody Van Wagenen. Wagenen yeah, okay. Brody Van GM. Because he's just he's just an agent who's. I, that's the other thing. His the GM is the Groms old agent. So yeah, how are you I about that? Maybe like, he's maybe he's just
0: like no, you're not really that good.
1: Oh, uh, listen! You remember all those things I said to get you to sign with us? Didn't mean a single one. But, it was all lies.
0: Yeah, you're actually kind of a dick.
1: <laughs> but I just—he just had like the best season a pitcher has had in years, I mean, maybe since Clayton Kershaw had his Cy Young, his last Cy Young season, an and under two ERA. And you're not gonna think, like the talks aren't even proceeding that much. Yeah, they're getting like, nowhere. I haven't heard a
0: single he's thing about out, right. It's not, has he even shown up
1: yet? Degrom? Yeah, he's pitching, and he said he's going to come in and he's going to pitch. He did have that quote earlier. Where he's like, I don't know if it comes down to it, I might have to start limiting my innings just yeah. to look at my own arm. But I know I, it makes sense from both the team's perspective and his perspective. They both want to get the better deal. The team's got control. Degrom has this Cy Young season of leverage behind him. Like, just make it work. Because- I mean, the guy's a stud. I don't know how you haven't extended him yet. Yeah, it's-, it's he had one of those stats where last year, if he had gotten like. It was insane. If he had gotten two runs of support every game, he would have had like twenty wins. If he no, got never said that stat when I read it, it was just absurd. It it was just Yeah. I mean, he won the Cy Young. He had what, ten wins? Yeah. It's like Felix Hernandez back in the day. His yeah. team is just piss poor, but is he spinning it every time he steps on the mound? Yeah. And that's when that, Felix Hernandez was maybe the most dominant pitcher in the game when he did that. And Degrom was the same thing. You have to extend that guy if you're the Mets. Your rotation's the only thing you have going for you, really. Besides, I mean, Conforto, Nimo, and I guess they really believe in that Alonzo kid. But like around the field, who are you really, who are you looking at? Rosario, you have a lot of holes. You have a lot of holes there. Yeah, Rosario has been pretty disappointing so far. And they're gonna have a bad year this year. If they're going to finish fourth in the division. I have zero doubts. That's my mortal lock of the year. The Mets finished fourth in the National League East, a healthy fourth, too. The Nationals, the Phillies, and the Braves can all compete for the division right now. Even the Nationals losing Bryce Harper and adding Patrick Corbin, they might be better because their, their rotation is you have a guy who can go out there three out of five games and give you two runs. Maybe. Yeah. Scherzer can go nine innings, and shut out ball. So you don't, you need one run from your offense, uh, it, the Mets, they have nothing.
0: It's just every year they just do something that just makes you just scratch your head and and it just, you well, have a well, side, young, young, oh, you got to just pay the guy the his money. It's just such a, it's an open and closed case. Like, I don't understand what's so difficult about this. It's, I really don't.
1: They don't want to spend the money, which just is uh, cheap, just cheap. Just cheap, cheap, cheap bastards. Standards everyone's getting extensions because the players know that a strike is probably coming. Like look at Chris Sale, just got a five year, $145 million extension. That's a terrible contract for the Red Sox. I hate that contract because Chris Sale, he's built like a rail. He throws like his arm is going to fall off every single time. There's no way he can stand up for five more years. He can't even make it deep into the season without shutting it down to get ready for the playoffs. He's just not built to throw 200 um million. I'm
0: really intrigued to see how that plays out for him. I mean, the Red Sox are still going to be good and they're still going to compete, but I'm very interested to see how this contract plays out for him.
1: Well, it's going to be on the back end. If fans are going to, you know, fans only care about the contract as it stands on whatever yeah. current day. Yeah,
0: yeah, of I get what you're after, saying. After it's contract, just, yeah. I'm really inter- intrigued to see how this plays out. You know, in five years from now, to see where we're at with this.
1: Yeah, but then other pitches like Verlander got two years, sixty-six million which is the highest annual value of any pitcher in the league. But, like, you're getting that guy for two years. Those are going to be a good two years. And if he's not good in the second year, you can move him still. That's not a lot of contract that you're eating just to get him off your team. And the Astros are going to be contenders for the next two years. They have a really strong rotation. They locked up Bregman last week for for $100 million. They have just so much room to work with. (laughs) Uh, Also, on extensions, did you see what Trout said about his extension?
0: Oh, that he thinks that they could bring a title to LA? that.
1: That too, but also that when he was thinking about signing the extension, he talked to Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, and he was like, well, what was the free agency process like? And they both just told them it was an absolute nightmare. This is not something I would wish on anybody. because yeah, it's all the owners getting together
0: and saying we're just going to w- wait these guys out so we don't have to pay yeah. them as much money But they as they think, The
1: top guys are still getting paid, though. They
0: still got their money. Yeah, but it's like pulling teeth. They want to wait and wait and wait and start sweating it out so all the owners can see what type of deal they can get because all yeah. the owners are in on it together. And if you think that they're
1: not in on it together, you're a moron. No, like, there's absolutely collusion. Yeah. Don't Don't get distracted – by the fact that the top guys are getting top dollar. It's not about them. It's about a guy like Dallas Keuchel, who's on the back end of his career, admittedly, yeah. but he's not getting what he's worth today. And Craig Kimbrel, that neckbeard-having fuck. Like, he's not Kevin getting paid smart. at all. You, wanna get, you don't want to get started on Craig Kimbrell again?
0: <laughs>
1: all right, that's fair. I'm
0: just, I'm just tired today to get into that. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But it's just... a big-time uh, mail time for me today. I'm just... Oh, I'm, after, just,
1: we are mailing I'm it in already. just
0: trying to get through it long day.
1: I just, I just think it's weird that someone of Mike route, like he could have gotten any amount of money that he wanted in free agency there. Every team in the league would have lined up to give him that 12 year, 400 plus million dollar extension. He probably could have gotten half a billion dollars. But the fact that he called Bryce Harper and Manny Machado and they said, this was so bad that I would recommend you maybe get less than your worth just to not have to go through it. And the Angels might be good in a few years. They have pieces. Trout's obviously the piece. And Shohei Otani is a piece. He is the quote-unquote rookie of the year, even though it should have been Miguel Andujar in a landslide. Like I, I'm never going to understand the rookie of the year voting from last year. I hey, think, he can hit and pitch. Come on, man. Yeah, but he, did, he barely played. Yeah, I know. And he, can't, he can't hit lefties. He can't hit lefties at all. But the point, the point is, Miguel Andujar was in the lineup almost every single day. He produced the entire year, and he didn't even come close to winning. Andujar got, like, I think he got three votes for first place. Almost everyone voted for Otani. It was, it was a landslide. Record. But it doesn't. The point is, they have pieces. Once Pujols is off the books, like, they, they have money they can work with. They can get some guys. They got to get yes. some pitching. They need bullpen. They need fill-ins in the field. They need a team. Is what out. you're
0: saying? They just they need professional baseball players. Yes, they
1: need they need more baseball players. Yes, more guys who can play baseball at a very high level. That's a strategy I would recommend to almost any team in the league. Really, <laughs> uh, Each Ichiro retired. People forget he used to be a Yankee, yep. or just a brief cup of coffee. Legend of the game, Hall no. of
0: Famer. first ballot. Put him in.
1: Yeah, Ichiro is just – his time with the Yankees was really brief, and it wasn't particularly good. But that's the kind of guy who just having him in your locker room makes a huge difference. He's played uh, three seasons with them, It's just a lot of positions. It was his later years, 38, 39, 40. Actually, 2012 wasn't a bad year. He had 322, which was not bad in 67 games. But either way, just a consummate professional, truly one of the greats. If you can, if you include his Japanese numbers, he has more hits than Pete Rose, which most people say don't count. They don't. But uh, it's pretty impressive. Like if he had started right right out of the league, maybe he did. Maybe he does get the hit record. Who knows? Uh, the first power rankings came out.
0: The red Sox, The Red Sox are
1: second. They're above the Yankees. Houston's number one overall.
0: Yeah, I don't see a problem with it.
1: Yeah, I want to argue with that, but I can't mean, really. Houston is clearly the best team, and the Red Sox just won the World Series. They're both then got significantly worse, but I don't I don't have a problem with them being ranked second right now.
0: Nope. Nothing.
1: Uh, here's a weird story The Brewers are playing a couple exhibition games in Montreal, I guess, to get Canadian baseball interest up, and Ryan Brown can't play in them because he got his passport. Oh,
0: he totally planned this, by the way. You don't think
1: he wanted to go to Montreal? Oh, passport? this
0: was totally, yeah, this was totally, I mean, come on. You just, well, this, you is on, have- this is on your calendar for a while. This is not like they gave you two days notice, like,
1: and he's just like, oh, I don't have my passport. Can't yeah, go. Sorry, not- go. You know, I'll, see, I'll see you when you guys come back. Brian, Brian Braun has somebody take care of this for him. Hey, Brian Braun's not walking around with his own passport. He's got a travel guy. Maybe it's the team's travel guy, but he had a conversation with somebody and was like, "Bro, I'm I'm not going to Montreal. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to it's Montreal like, just in just late March. my passport. Absolutely not."
0: He tried to get out of it. They're like, "No, you're going." And then he just talked to the travel guys. Like, "I'll give you a couple of grand if you just leave my passport at home."
1: Yeah, and I don't I don't have a problem with it. No, no who cares about Montreal? They didn't care enough about baseball to keep their team there. I don't know if that was at all the situation, but God, I wish the Expos were back. I love those uniforms. They're great uniforms. The Expo, they should come back. If there's ever an expansion draft, Montreal gets a team, 100%. I don't know. who. What other city do you think would get a major league team if they did an expansion draft with two teams? Nothing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I guess
0: Montreal would be cool. Um, that's, that's the first thing that comes to my mind,
1: just Montreal. Yeah, there's just some random city. Maybe Portland. Portland yeah. or the city, It's really hard for the Blazers. Omaha. But you want to put a team in Omaha? They had the
0: College World Series, so it's the only reason why I would think that.
1: Oh, they don't have any people in Omaha. Who's gonna go to the games?
0: All I the people college,
1: right for the games. It's all their that's parents. You, the who, who in
0: Portland's gonna go to the, the games?
1: Portland goes hard for sports. They they represent the Blazers like nobody.
0: Did you seriously just that's what you base your argument off of? The Portland Trail Blazers?
1: Yeah. The Portland Trailblazers had a lot of really bad years. I'm not really going to continue this conversation. They had a lot of really bad years. That fan base is rabid. I'm telling you. You see the way they go hard for Dame Lillard? Oh, boy. All right. So Tampa Bay got new lighting, right? Yeah. Uh, this pissed me off so much to see because I just assume. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, I know it's, it's tough to see the ball up against the, the old roof that they had. when it, In the outfield, you get a high fly ball. like It's liable. Anything could happen which is the problem because it could hit the catwalk on a no-doubt homer, and that problem hasn't been addressed. And that's the biggest problem in professional sports. First of all, the field fucking sucks. It's an ugly field. Nobody wants to play there. It's turf. People get hurt there all the time. And they have this giant catwalk that turns Clint Frazier walk-off homers into singles. Clint Frazier got set down because that walk-off homer hit a catwalk because there's no way after he hit that walk-off homer that – they can send him down the next day
0: maybe cashman was in on it
1: you think cashman put catwalk up there maybe Uh, i'm telling you man i'm telling you 20 years from now i'm gonna have some redhead kid he's gonna be the worst with the media he's gonna say all these crazy things and you're gonna take away a walk off from him i get to send him down yep you think brian cashman hates glenn frazier yes why
0: i i don't know just trying to make a funny joke um but yeah, like you said, the no data problem isn't solved at all. Um, it's just they every, every time I think they just contact somebody when they want to redo these lights, and they're like, "Make me the most annoying lighting structure you can think of."
1: And yeah, I, think, oh, it's just like
0: Like wait, the ball five feet off the ground and the light?
1: Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's the worst.
0: They're not it anymore. Just put a fucking life. Why,
1: why do we like, – First of all, they need to go back to being the Devil Rays because yes. the Tampa Bay Rays is a stupid name. I don't know why they switched. Devil Rays is way cooler. It's they offensive. just wanted to rebrand because they stunk. It's offensive to Sting Rays. It's offensive to the Devil Rays?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to be honest. I don't think the Devil Rays care or the Sting Rays care. Yeah,
0: that's, that's very insensitive of me. I know.
1: It's very insensitive of me, but I'm going to roll with that because Devil Rays is a cool – Actually, you know what? If you think about it, you're saying, you know what? Your name? Very cool. You are a cool animal. We want to name you as such. It's hard to get better than Stingrays, but Devil Rays is pretty good. Maybe they just become the Stingrays. Tampa Bay Stingrays. I don't hate that. It's better than the Rays. Who cares about the Rays? Tampa Bay Stingrays. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad name, but it's better than the Rays. I'll give you that. I just go back to those classic uniforms with that like, really neon green in the, in the letters. Yeah, the purple and the yellow is sweet. Yeah, uh, Tampa just—they have so much potential I down there. It's, was there. it's all retirement communities down there. The old people love baseball. I we know that on average, what ten people watch their games. Yeah, but if they had like really cool stuff, they could probably do better. Or if they just had like early bird specials. Like, the
0: stadium stinks. It's dark. It's glue. Like it's glue. The MLB
1: should approve them to just start all their games at four thirty, so that the elderly people can come from their retirement homes. It's just. That's how they fill the stadium up because there's how no that young. Still surviving blows my mind. I don't know. Maybe they should move to Portland. I think Portland or Montreal. Yeah, actually, if that that makes more sense. If we're not going to do the expansion, I really want Portland to have a baseball team now. Because fuck you, but. <laughs> All right, a weird hill to die on defending the city of Portland, but okay. Portland's a beautiful city. You've never been there. I've seen pictures. <laughs> like... They pan over it sometimes during Trailblazers games. Uh, I forgot about the Portland Timbers, by the way, but we'll continue. Is that a soccer team? Yeah. I really don't know much about soccer. Oh, dude, they had this
0: guy with a chainsaw, like, rev it up and the crowd goes nuts and he cuts this giant tree log so, every, for every home game. It's just,
1: just to be clear, are you saying that Portland goes hard for MLS yeah. soccer?
0: No, it's just this guy just does – it's a crazy antic. I don't know why they do it.
1: Uh, speaking of crazy antics, did you see the Korean baseball organization video? I have not watched it. You told me about it, though. But if I was there, I probably would just been hard no for me. Hard pass, bathroom break, leave the stadium. Well, they didn't actually have, like – I know, it, even with the phone for, app or whatever. Yeah. It's just no. No, I'm good. Uh, for what we're talking about, they – I don't even know how to pronounce that. The SK Weirvins, Weirverns, they're they're the rainy champions of the KBO. They had a artificial dragon. No, I shouldn't say artificial. It was like an augmented reality dragon fly around the stadium before opening day. And you had to look through an app on your phone and they showed it up on the Jumbotron. And it just showed this dragon come flying through the stadium, breathing fire, yelling at people. How can you, if you're the visiting team, how do you play a game after that? If you just see on the Jumbotron a dragon just drop down on your head and start breathing fire, how do you play a game?
0: I just pack my shit up and go home.
1: All right, yeah, they won. This is why yeah. they're raining they champions try to champions for innovators. Yeah, try to get tomorrow. Today's not our day. <laughs> a lot of talk coming from the Korean baseball organization. I think I want to start watching more Korean games because the talent over there is actually, like, it's getting really, really get good. Like
0: 5 a.m., though?
1: Yeah, but I'm sure they have, like, MLB schedules, too, where it's, like, there are MLB games at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and there's games that start at five, depending on where you're at. I'm sure they have, like, a late start, something I can just listen to on the radio in the morning. I don't know where I would find a Korean baseball radio channel. Uh, the internet has everything, so I'm sure I can. But I don't know. Opening day, two you,
0: days. two days I swear to Christ, if you wake me up because you're screaming for a Korean baseball game one morning, I'm going to fucking kill you.
1: I want to say that's not a possibility, but it it realistically is. We're two days away from opening day. I need baseball injected directly into my veins right yeah, now. Yeah, you got a bad case of baseball blue balls right now. And we're done, we're done with the spring training games for the Yankees mostly. Uh, the, like the whole league just has a couple games left. The Yankees are done. We're going back up to the Bronx to start off against the Orioles. We also just lost their opening day starter, Alex Cobb. I'm not sure who's going to take the starting spot now. Their rotation is terrible. So I'm really expecting the Yankees to come up to the Bronx and really hit in the first series and just get everyone excited. They're still paying Trumbo an absurd amount of money to suck, right? Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Yeah, not, not Chris Davis with a K. Chris yeah, Davis Chris with a K see. is really good. I actually heard someone saying uh, earlier today that if the Oakland A's start really struggling, which it looks like they might, I think they might be bad again. That, as you know how the A's are, they get one really good magical year. That was last year. That was their year. And then they go back to being irrelevant. Uh, I really think Chris Davis is a possible trade candidate because we need outfield depth. He does. He's a DH, but he. Oh, can, you think
0: we're going to go out and get him?
1: I I just someone no someone mentioned it today. That they were like Chris Davis could be a trade piece for the Yankees. I think I don't we'd don't have to give priority. up too much for him.
0: Hmm. I think we'd have to give up too much for him.
1: Maybe, yeah, but we also, uh, in hindsight, uh, the we, last thing we need is another outfielder. Well, listen. I don't want a Shane Robinson situation happening again. Last year, all I did going into 2018 was talk about how we have so many outfielders. How are we going to get Clint Frazier time? How are we going to find Jacoby Ellsbury at-bats? Didn't matter because Jacoby's not real. Mm-hmm. But And then by the end of the year, you have Shane Robinson playing. He only played 20-something games. It felt like 50. It felt like he was just running out there every day because Aaron Judge broke his wrist. So I, you need depth. We traded all our depth in the outfield away. Uh, Oakland seems like a team like we kind of fleeced them in the Sonny Gray deal. Uh, Sonny Gray ended up coming here and stinking, but like the prospects we gave up haven't really done anything either. Like Jorge Mateo used to be the most talked about Yankees prospect. He's he's still in Double A, I think. That uh, he's coming nowhere close to cracking a major league roster for however fast he is. I think he's declining. He's getting worse now. And we're talking about Dustin Fowler. He he is probably good. He needs some time to figure it out still, Uh, especially coming back from that horrendous leg injury that he had in, I think it was Detroit, right? He had that uh, Moonlight Graham vibe to him where he got in for a defensive substitution and then he didn't get to play. He didn't get to hit it at all because he just got hurt in his first inning in the field.
0: Yeah, just blew his leg into a million pieces.
1: And that was horrifying. That was tough to watch. I really liked Dustin Fowler. There was a, Dustin Fowler uh, was real good friends with Clint Frazier and Triple-A and Aaron Judge. And they were saying the goal was for a judge to come up and wear 99. Clint was going to wear 77. And then Dustin Fowler, when he became the center fielder, which looked pretty likely at the time, was going to wear 88. So I go the 7, the 8, and the 9 were 77, That's 88, and 99. Now just that t- nice team bonding activity. But uh, still, even though, even though Sonny Gray was bad, we fleeced them. We fleeced them in that trade. None of those prospects have actually worked out. And we did get a few good weeks out of Sonny at the end of 2017. 2018 was a complete disaster. But that's the point being that if we wanted to go after a Chris Davis, I I don't think he fits very well with the team. But if he needed to go after him for some reason, I don't think we really have to give up all that much. We just have to give up the right players. Because Billy Bean, he's an analytics guy just like Cashman is. So he's going to be looking for the bargain deals. He's going to Moneyball still. It's been what, almost twenty years since Moneyball came out. Or Moneyball came out in like two thousand eight, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was based on the two thousand and three season. Yeah. So it's, it's something been, like that. Yeah. He's just going to Moneyball for all these years, have nothing to show for it. Pretty much. Oh well, that's all we got going into opening day so far. Uh, starting next week, I guess starting Thursday, we'll have actual baseball news to report on, which is thank God wildly exciting, because the spring training grind has been real rough, and the off season with Yankees Twitter, real rough. Have not enjoyed true. it a bit. There are so many dumb people. Really, truly, truly dumb people in this world. <laughs> That's Those the, are our
0: fans yeah. you're talking about, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, listen, if you've stumbled upon this podcast, you're pretty deep into Yankees' Twitter. True. So I may be offending people. I may not be offending people. The good news is they're not going to be- I know
0: no one's listened
1: to this, so, I mean, you probably say what you want. It's possible. I know at least three people have because there's you, me, and Robbie who edited it. So that's three listens. That's pretty solid to me. (laughs) We're spitballing here. We have no idea what we're doing. That'll be it. (laughs) Come back next week. See you guys later. Thanks for listening to Elite Sports Radio. Stay elite. Me, am that best Home of that boy Biggie. Now I live on billboard, and I brought my boys with me. Say what up the top top Still sitting my top, sitting courtside. Knicks and Nets give me high five, nigga. I be spiked out. I could trip a referee. Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely from.